uh, men of the service table. I take it not for granted. I pray that God will continue to bless us all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you turn your Bibles with me quickly to the book of First Peter? First Peter. I will read verse 5 for First Peter. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. It then qualifies you for a lifting. 
When men encounter God, like I said, it humbles them. And when you are humbled, God exalts you. There's no magic. Now, I saw something. I discovered something from the life of Moses. Moses was somebody we know from the scriptures that encountered God in several dimensions. I mean, he saw the burning bush. Now, look at what the Bible says in Numbers chapter 3, verse 4. The Bible says that the man Moses was humble. And he was the most humble man on the face of the earth at that time. That is what the encounter with God can do. Shout hallelujah. So you cannot encounter God and not have a spirit of humility. My prayer tonight for you is that after tonight's encounter, something will humble you and God will take you to the next level because that is the essence of humility. In the name of Jesus. And I also discovered that humility, no matter, you know, it sounds very simple, but humility is a very scarce virtue in Christianity today. Let me also highlight that it is important that we understand the importance of humility. It is important because, I mean, you cannot even assess the presence of God without a heart that is humble. God does not attend to such hearts. I will prove for you from the scripture. You cannot even manifest the presence of God without a humble heart. It is impossible. Shout hallelujah. And that is why some of us have been carrying our prayer points. Some of us have died of prayer points. We have died of prayer points. And sometimes when you check through, you've not seen any answer. You may have been going to God. You know, sometimes we go to God with, you know, our titles. We go to God with, we are overloaded with our titles. We are overloaded with our, our experiences. It does not count to God. Even if you're the president of the country, you don't preside over God. Even if you're the governor, you don't govern God. So why don't you humble yourself and go before him? And that is why I like us to begin to check our life tonight. The reason why your prayer may have not been answered is because you have not really humble before God. Our mommy said she was gripped in the spirit. She was broken. And that was when the turning point came. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. I take you quickly to the Bible, Luke chapter uh, 18. Luke chapter 18. Let us see what happened there. Luke chapter 18. Go to verse 9. Okay. And he spoke uh, and he spoke this parable unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Next verse. He said, two men went up into the temple to pray. The one a Pharisee and the other a Republican. Next verse. And he said, the Pharisee stood and prayed just with himself. He said, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are. They are extortioners. They are unjust. They are adulterers or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. I give thanks of all that I possess. He said, and the publican standing above would not lift up his, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified, rather than the other man, for everyone that exalted himself shall be abased, and he that humbled himself shall be exalted. Everyone that exalted himself shall be brought down. But he that humbles himself, God attends to him. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So you may begin to want to examine your prayer life. You say, God, ah, you know without me, the church cannot move forward. Who told you? <laughs> you know, if I don't give my offering, this church will suffer. If I pull my tithe out of this church, I mean, you tell me where you get money from. Who told you? <laughs> you know, and these are the kind of things that we say before God. 
You are coming to God, you are coming to God as if God is your mate. He is not your mate. In the ancient of days, he that was there in the beginning before the beginning began. That is God. Shout hallelujah. So, your prayer may not be answered because of the heart. The Bible says that the broken and the contrite spirit, God does not despise. If it is not broken, I can talk, tell. If that spirit is not contrite, I can tell the faith. But when it is broken before God, God does not despise it. That's what the Bible said. If you look at 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, the Bible says, If my people who are called by my name shall do what? Humble themselves. That is the first criteria. How many times have you humbled yourself before God? How many times have you humbled yourself before God? I like us to examine our lives as we progress tonight. I'm trying to be very fast because of time. Shout hallelujah. Now, let me try to explain humility. I know we all understand what humility is. But let me try to give another dimension so I can be able to apply it to our day-to-day -day life and see how we are getting it or not. Let me try to explain humility like this. Now, what is humility? Is it not? And what is pride? Pride is a deep feeling of pleasure, you know, or being elated because of an achievement or something that you've accomplished. You know, your, your shoulders are up. I mean, I'm the first person to, you know, uh, build a test building in my community. That's an achievement. And you're lifting your shoulder like that and you're feeling... Now, the question is, is it wrong to have to be elated about something you've achieved? Is it wrong? Is it, is it wrong? It is not. It is only wrong when you fail to give glory to the person that has made it possible. Now hear this. Whether you believe in God or not, there is nothing you've achieved in life without God's approval. Nothing. Nothing. No matter how hard you struggle, there are people that work harder than you. And yet they have not have gotten the kind of result that you get. It is not by your struggle. And that was what God made clear to the river in Zachariah chapter 4. He said to him in verse 6, my friend, your hands, you know, you have said that your hands will lay the foundation of this earth. But do not think that it is by your power. Or do not think it is by your might. But it is by my words. Nothing can come to the hands of a man without God's approval. Nothing. Nothing. You have a shop, you are doing well in business. You are thinking it's because you went to an internet to study how to do it. No. You think because it's because you have a PhD in business management. No. There are people that have shops loaded with goods and one day fire comes and everything is gone. And they start from square one. There are people that are more intelligent and yet they are not professors like you. They are not uh, doctorate degree holders like you. Nothing comes to your hand without God's approval. Something happened in John chapter 3. The disciples of John came and said, Come on, this man you baptized the other day has been going around baptizing people. In fact, more people are going to him for baptism than they are coming to you. And John said to them in verse 27 of John chapter 3, he said, A man can receive nothing except this from him. Nothing. Shout hallelujah. So you must be careful to give glory to God. That is the line. You must be careful to give glory to God. There's this song that I like so much. Oh, that glory must be to the Lord. For he is worthy of our praise. No man on earth should give glory. Yes, all the glory must be to the Lord. Humility is giving God the rightful place in every act in your life. Everything that happens, it is God. And that is 
testimonies. You find that the testimonies are now about the pastor. It is now about the bishop. And you are looking for God who did it, you did not see. <laughs> you are looking for the God who did it, you did not see. It is now about my pastor did this, my pastor did that, and I did that. And my pastor did the other one, I did the other one, and I did that. And you are asking yourself, where is Jesus in this testimony? You will not find. And that is what we see today. And the pastor is feeling like, you know, <laughs> may God help us in the name of Jesus. There is a very thin line between humility and pride. And that, that is why we must be careful to watch it. I saw something in the scripture which I would like to share with you. You know, uh, okay, I, I will still come to that, but like I said, that there is a thin line between humility and pride. And that is why many of us may think that we are humble, but before God we are what? We are proud. And I said this, I said that humility is not denying your strength, but being honest about your weaknesses before God. Praise the Lord. Paul said to, me, Paul said to them, he said, I can do all things. If he had stopped there, it would have looked like an arrogant statement. But he was careful to tell them, I can do all things through Christ. That's what he said. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Now, quickly, I'd like us to, to look at some of the characteristics of people who are humble. If you do not have these characteristics, if you do not see them in your life, then I'm afraid you may not fall under the category of people we are talking about tonight. Number one, people who are humble are people that always glorify God. Always. The Bible said in Psalm chapter 115, verse 1, to look at the big part of that, that verse, the Bible says, not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name, do what? Give glory. Humble people don't share God's glory. Humble people don't do what? Share God's glory. There are people that they will do something so big for you. And you, you know, somebody that has benefited from something, you're, you're so, you know, you're so joyful, you go to the person and you say, you say, ah, thank you. And the person says, don't worry, go and thank God. That's the kind of people we're talking about. They are careful to give glory to God. He may be the end, he may have used his collection to give you a job. Was it not God that placed him there in the first place? <laughs> Was it not God that placed him there? So they are very careful. They don't want to share the glory of God at all. They don't want to share it. I saw what happened in the book of Acts. When Herod came out and he came to give a speech, and the people said, Ah, this man is talking like God, though. This one looks like God. And you know, sometimes we have to be careful before people give, put us in problem with their praises. <laughs> they come to tell you so much about yourself. We see that among the politicians. You know, they come to tell you, even Kai, even Kai, and you are, you are feeling like, <laughs> you know, be careful. Because we understand what happened to Aaron. The Bible said, you know, he now started, people said, ah, you are speaking like God. You spoke so much. In fact, you are so wise, you are so bold. And God said, ah, this one wants to share my glory. And immediately God spoke him dead. Immediately. Immediately. Let us be careful not to share the glory of God in anything. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Number two. What, what are the characteristics of uh, uh, humble people? Number two. Brokenness. What did I call it? Broken people are people who have subjected themselves under the will of God. They have put their will under the will of they are, you know, they are broke, they are, you know what it means to be broken? They are broken, they are meek. One very important characteristic of humility is brokenness. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. And can I tell you tonight, you cannot say you are broken if your personal will 
supersedes the will of God in your life. You cannot say you are broken. Some people say, God, I know you have said it, but you know, Jesus said, if it is possible, let this cup pass over. He said, but not my will, but thy will. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. That is Luke chapter 22, verse 42. I'm rushing to that omit the time that I was giving, so please bear with me. Number three. Humble people are teachable people. They are people with a teachable spirit. Praise the Lord. There are people in church, you know, you see some of these things in Orthodox churches. They are listening to a sermon. What they are waiting for is where the preacher has said something wrong. <laughs> you know, they are finding. They are not there to find fault. He didn't pray before I started preaching. <laughs> he didn't comb his hair. I hope I comb my hair before I <laughs> shout hallelujah. You know, they are not even interested in the word they are hearing. They are about to hear. What they are interested in is where the man of God has faulted it. So they can write for to bishop will transfer. God will help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. People who are teachers are always willing to learn from God. They depend on God for instruction and direction, not their, their own understanding or wisdom. They are always dependent on God. Because when you depend on your own wisdom, when you depend on your own understanding, it will fail you. Lord came out and saw if he saw he saw the place, he saw the word greater. He said this one had prospects. He did not know it would lead him to, to destruction. No wonder the Bible says that there is a way that seemed right unto a man, but that the end thereof is destruction. Teachable people allow God to lead them. They don't lead God. Some people, some people think they want to lead God. God is telling you, go this direction. Say, God, no, I, I want to go like this. You know why I need to go like this? Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. The Bible said in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 23, it said, but they obeyed not neither incline their ear, but make, they make their next teeth that they might not hear nor receive instruction. Are you that kind of person? I pray that God will help us in the name of Jesus. Number four. Humble people are people that are not quick to judge. They are people that are quick to judge. The Bible says, judge not so that you shall not be judged. Matthew chapter 7. Shout hallelujah. They understand that all is by the grace of God. You can, you can see what happened between the people that went to pray. The other person was looking at the other one, looking at his faults. And he was thinking that God will accept his own prayer because the other one was, you know, was full of guilt based on his own criteria. He was writing up the other person. He didn't know that God will answer the prayer of the other person. Shout hallelujah. They do not look down on God because on, on other people because they know that all that they have is by the grace of God. And I mean, if it is by the grace of God, why should it be possible? Grace is something that you have received unmerited. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. You went to school, you got a job and you're working. You're the only person that went to school and you know, there are people that graduated better than you. So everything is by the grace of God. It is by the grace. There are people that are in the hospital, lying helpless. Some of them are in the mortuary. So that we are here at every point of our life, it is the grace of God. So when you understand that everything that works in your life is as a product of the grace of God, you will not look down on people. Because that person could as well be you. But God decided to put you on the other side of the divide. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's 
Number five, they have the mind of Christ. Philippians chapter 2. Let's see verse 5 of that Philippians chapter 2. Humble people have the mind of Christ. If you do not have the mind of Christ, then I'm sorry you are not humble. The Bible said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Verse 6. He said, who being in the form of God? This man was in the form of God, but he did not take it to become to be robbed with, to be equal with God. Like being bloated, you know, putting themselves over size. 
tonight, God is asking us, how humble is our spirit? How humble is our spirit? How humble is our spirit? You may be a bishop and you think you are still carrying the presence of God. But maybe because of your arrogance, maybe because of how proud you are, God has left you since. And you think God is still with you. Can we begin to examine our life tonight and say, God, is there any way I've placed myself unnecessarily above where I'm supposed to place myself? Is there any way I have denied you your glory? Is there any way I've shared your glory with you? Is there any way I've assumed your place in any hand in my life? My prayer for us tonight is that as we begin to humble ourselves before God, the Bible says that he that humbles himself before God, that God will lift him up in due season. As we begin to humble ourselves before, before God, it will take long. You will be a surprise to yourself. In the name of Jesus. It will not take long. People will find it difficult to recognize you. In the name of Jesus. It will not take long. Those people that are busy with your call, they are busy, you call you, they don't answer because they think, what is this? What will this one offer me? Those people will bug your line with calls. In the name of Jesus. It will not take long. Something will change about your life. Now when you look at it, you say, oh God, is it how you are? Stand to your feet, let us pray. The Bible says, let this mind that was in Jesus be in you. I like us to sing this song from the depth of our hearts. There's this song that I like so much. And I like us to sing this song as a prayer tonight. And I pray that God will minister to us as we sing, sing this song. It's in Hebrew. It says, Kandika Jesus. Kandika Jesus.
is God. So what do you have that you have not received? Even your very life, the breath on your nostrils, the heart that is beating right from your mother's womb till today, you, you don't know how it works. The blood that flows through your veins and arteries, you do not contribute. Lord, as we have today, teach us humility in your own way. 
so that you will exalt us in due season. Thank you. Thank you for your servant. You have so greatly used tonight to communicate your mind to us. Lord, replenish the virtue that has left him. Bless him. Bless his household. Bless the labor of his hands. Lord, pull him closer to your heart. Grant that he goes through the more. So that when next he starts to speak, he'll speak greater than we've had tonight. All will be for your praise and glory. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.